0: Welcome to Gotcha Journalism, the podcast where we try out gacha games so you don't have to wait two weeks to find out you hate playing it. Just like riding a motherfucking bike. I got this shit unlocked. Oh, it's been forever, and I still can read things I wrote down several months ago. Hell yeah. Congratulations. I know, I'm very proud of me. Who are you? You know what? Harsh but fair. Um, that, that that's that's <laughs> I don't really have any rebuttal because, like, yeah, my ass has not been able to read it any month before now. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Let me let me see if I remember what comes next. Um, I'm I'm Sierra. My pronouns are she/her. I'm Dustin. My pronouns are he they. And this week we played Final Fantasy. Well, long stretch of time we played Final <laughs> Fantasy Record Keeper.
1: Yeah, in my case, attempted to play Final Fantasy Record Keeper again uh, without getting horribly depressed about it.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. I, I don't think it's a bad game, but it is a depressing game. And I, I don't think we've really had one of those on, on uh, the podcast so far.
1: Yeah, I should... So, before I get into my experience... With Record Keeper, we should probably briefly explain what Record Keeper is.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Um, so Final Fantasy Record Keeper is one of, like, the the triad of major uh, Final Fantasy uh, gotcha games. You have Brave Xevious, you have uh, Opera Omnia, and then you have Final Fantasy Record Keeper. And it, Record Keeper is what I would categorize as the simplest feels- condescending in a way I don't mean it. Um, but, yeah. like, it, it is...
1: Also, I would it, argue it's definitely not the simplest anymore, but we'll get into that. That's that's fair. Um, it used to be, absolutely, yes. but...
0: Uh, I, I don't have much experience with Opera Omnia, so I, I, I'm not sure there. Um, but anyways, uh, essentially, you have a team of several characters from Final Fantasy who have... Uh, a basic attack, and then two weapons, or two skill slots, which are your classic skills from Final Fantasy, like uh,
1: fire. You you can cast fire. Or um, cure, or mm-hmm. lightning. <laughs> you,
0: you know, you, the basic shit you expect to see in Final Fantasy, uh, a yeah. thousand needles, like that sort of shit. Um, and then every character also has uh, equipment they can put on, and... The equipment, if you get the five-star gear, and this is where the uh, the gotcha element comes in, because you can unlock any character in the game um, that isn't an event-locked
1: character by just playing the game, and it's it's not hard to unlock them, really. Yeah, even then, I think you can unlock the event-locked characters, because you get soul crystals. And I think... Oh, yeah. I guess you uh, could, I... like... I think, uh, I'll have to double check, but I'm pretty sure you could even get Sora and Riku from Kingdom Hearts. Who, yeah. I, like, only showed up for, though you wouldn't really be able to do much with them, because, like, I don't think they'll ever have that relic banner come around again. Yeah.
0: Cause, and, and, so that's where the gotcha element comes in. Um, weapons and armor, are, have a character-exclusive limit break ability, which is where, like, most of the character differentiation comes in, beyond just, uh, what is equipable to a character. Um, and so your characters are fundamentally reliant on getting at least one, usually two or three of their relics to actually be viable later in the game, um, which is kind of frustrating. But regardless, yeah, um, <laughs> combat plays out via a... I, I guess it's like an ATB system.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, it is absolutely exactly an ATB system. Yeah.
0: It, it, I would like classify it as what? Like a final fantasy IV ATB system.
1: Yeah. Pretty similar.
0: Um, and it actually like has this really nice, like pace to it and like a, a solid role of play. Like it never really feels like I'm sitting there and waiting for a turn to pop. It's usually like something I can be doing.
1: Um, Okay, so I stand corrected. You cannot get Sora and Riku from the solo okay. Heroes. So they actually are the only ones that were permanently event-locked, I think.
0: That, that was who I was specifically thinking of, because I knew that that banner was just never fucking coming
1: back. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, that's like the basic gist of the game. Um, the, the plot is you are playing as a small librarian boy who has to go through... Final Fantasy history and yeah, correct like it or recover something. Cover
1: it, yeah. It's it's it, there's it's there's there. really not much of a plot until you open up the record dungeons, mm-hmm. which starts to have more of a plot. Um, but,
0: but also, all, it
1: kind of doesn't matter. Like,
0: and so. also by the time you've opened up record dungeons and are actually able to clear them, you're like hundred and twenty hours into the game, and like are too far gone to give a fuck about plot now yeah probably Uh, this is not warframe you are not going to suddenly be 400 hours into the game and then be like wait there's a plot
1: what yeah no um my history with this game is man it's it's rough because i i joined the game during the the month that riku was first introduced which wow big surprise i know um, I wasn't gonna say it. I was.
0: I was just gonna think <laughs> it very quietly to myself. Uh,
1: and uh, that was back when, like, I think Super Soul Breaks um, were the uh, were still like the top tier stuff that was out there. Yeah, um, that there were that like sounds Su- Soul right. Breaks and then Super Soul Breaks. Um,
0: uh is that the first time Riku was around?
1: I believe so. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Um, And, uh, like, her first Soul Break uh, was actually a pretty decent buff, actually, because it was both a defense and also an attack buff. So it had, like, some decent utility. Um, And the thing with the game is that uh, there there are eras in the game that are defined by particular Soul Break effects that irrevocably changed the meta mm-hmm. of the game. The very first soul break that did this was uh was um I can't remember which grimoire it was. Uh but it it was a uh, soul break that Tyro, uh, who oh. is the like avatar player avatar character, uh it's a wall type effect that dramatically increases uh like both a uh, physical defense and magic defense. Um, to such an extent that, uh, if you were to do any of the end game content without wall, without that particular soul mm-hmm. break, uh, which I think was called like Guardians. Grimoire uh, I think or it's Guardian
0: Grimoire. That's er, It's not Judgment. Um, I'm yeah, Judgment his...
1: Grimoire is the garbage one.
0: Uh, Sentinel's Grimoire, I think it is.
1: Yeah, Sentinel Sentinel Grimoire. Like, if you were to do with a high higher end content without without Sentinel Grimoire, like you were just playing the game wrong. Uh, you you so were, because,
0: like, un- unintentionally so because, handicapping yourself
1: for no yeah, reason. Yeah, and because everybody was using it and it was so powerful, the developers then had to calculate those that boss damage assuming that everybody is going to use that soul mm-hmm. break. Uh, and so as things went along, they, ha- they had to make sure that uh, people had other ways of getting that Soul Break, so they added it to more types of characters. Uh, for, for example, Ishtola got Stone too, 2, that, yep. which had the exact same Soul Break effect. Um, and then as Power Creep continued, uh, this is sort of like a more longer-reaching thing, uh, you have more and more effects added on to that same base effect, like uh, Tyro eventually got another, like an Ultra Soul Break That was that wall effect, plus haste, plus a large boost to attack, and magic.
0: Uh, Doesn't it also give burst mode, or is that a different grimoire?
1: Uh, I cannot remember. Um, let me just check Uh, real quick. uh, What's I
0: think it's the, the Keeper's Tome, right?
1: Yeah, it's, uh... Yeah, it's, uh, I was thinking Divine Veil Grimoire. Yeah, oh, temporarily yeah, raise the be... defense and resistance of all allies a very large amount and grant them protect, shell, and haste.
0: Fuck off! Absolutely get fucked. Yeah. For fucking two bar, get fucked.
1: Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so things like that just kept happening. So, for example, that was, like, sort of the first big one. Um, and then the second big one, um, well, it wasn't as big as, uh, you know, the Sentinel's Grimoire, but then came Ramza with Shout, uh, yep. and what Shout did was grant the entire party haste and a large boost to their attack.
0: hmm Uh,
1: and again, uh, that sort of, ro- that sort of, like, started the meta of physical attackers, where they were some of the most powerful parties because you could use Shout and make them do obscene amounts of damage.
0: If I remember right, like, Ramza and Orlando were, like, fucking inseparable and also busted as shit when uh, Orlando's Bursts mode dropped.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, it wasn't busted the same extent, if I remember. No, um, it, it was just, like, I think,
0: it, it yeah, was just, Orlando's... this is what you run if you have it.
1: Yeah, Orlando's burst soul break. Which burst soul breaks are basically soul breaks that have an initial effect, either like an attack or a buff, sometimes both, um, and then also uh, like temporarily change uh, your character's um, to ability, uh, like attacks, attack and defense slots to special abilities for the duration of that burst soul break's buff. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a pretty cool idea. Uh, I did like them and they were like, they were a pretty neat twist on the formula. But again, um, like most of them, but again, like because of the way that the game functioned and because of the way that a lot of the higher end bosses were made, some of them were totally worthless and others like you basically just had to have. I'm specifically thinking of, um, oh, I think it's, uh... I think it's um, Sid from FF13.
0: That sounds right.
1: Oh, man. This is going to be uh, me looking up a bunch of. Yeah, Sid Rains from Final Fantasy 13. Uh, like, his personal break was pretty much mandatory if <laughs> you wanted to make an optimal um, uh, optimal magic team, uh, the metam- uh, Metamorphose. Because. It dealt six magic dark and holy attacks to one target, and there were a lot of things that were weak to dark and holy or and or holy at that time. Also, it raises the magic of all allies a moderate a moderate amount and defense a small amount, um, and it grants haste and burst mode to the user. Mm-hmm. So, not only does it like buff your entire magic party, but also the effects of the attack is that uh, for the first attack for the well, the second special ability does AoE damage and also debuffs your uh, resistance in uh, in exchange for increasing your magic. And the way that buffs stack in the game is if uh, is based on buff IDs, like effect IDs. Mm -hmm. Uh, So typically speaking, if a particular effect like just uh, like like has multiple things it does uh like it'll have a particular id that just lumps those all together so for example go ahead
0: oh i was gonna say it's like um how debuffs work in grand blue fantasy where a dual stat attack and defense debuff is separate from a attack debuff or a defense debuff
1: yeah exactly so like the the uh magic and defense buff of the initial activation of Metamorphose stacks with the uh mixed debuff buff of uh temporarily lowering your resistance and raising your magic. Because <laughs> they they're two different clumps of uh, effects. So you just raise your magic twice. And then you do that once and then you use the primary ability of that burst soul break, which deals four magic dark attack, dark and holy attacks to a target. And then removes the delay from your next attack. So as soon as your soul break... As as soon as your ATB gauge fills and you choose the attack again, it just immediately goes off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which lets Sid and other magic users pump out just crazy amounts of damage. Oh, it was obscene. Yeah. Uh, So... The, the thing that really broke the game completely in half, though, was when they decide to, decide to introduce elemental chains mm-hmm. via Chain Soul Breaks. And what yep. Chain Soul Breaks are is that uh, they'll have the initial effect, you know, whatever that might be. Uh, and then it will start a chain, which is a temporary buff on the entire party where the more dam- the more abilities you use against an enemy that share the same elemental type, so for example, Titus has a water chain that he can activate, uh, and if Titus or other members of the party use magic attacks on that enemy during the chain, it will increase the damage that all water attacks do by a certain percentage. Um, up to a, like, cap amount of, like, I think, I, I can't remember what the cap is, but it's quite large. I, I can't Um, either. What really broke this in half, though, because, like, for, like, when they were first introduced, they weren't totally busted. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a power creep, but, you know, it was a power creep that's pretty normal for a gotcha game.
0: Yeah, it, it just is like, oh, this is an, another mechanic that we can introduce here that is powerful but not busted but can be taken advantage of with appropriate whaling
1: yeah and and it it lets you like sort of build more interesting team compositions
0: which Um, the game i think desperately needed
1: Um, yeah like
0: characters were not very interactive beyond buff stacking and so a, a team composition beyond just hey stack the highest numbers with these couple of buffers and you're there
1: Yeah, like, like, pick, yeah, like, pick the two or three best attackers you have, you know, that, like, get the optimal buffer who ideally is either, uh, who ideally is gonna also be your debuffer who can use full break,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, and then get, like, the best healer you have, and then that's your party, um, whereas with chains, it's like okay, I'm using all these characters that I don't, I haven't used before, just because like they specialize in a particular element element attack. Um, right. But the problem is that uh, Cloud ruined everything.
0: Cloud <laughs> so did ruin
1: everything. This is this is going to be a little bit complicated because it it relies on the interaction of a few different things. So the the first thing is, uh, is uh, is Zach from Final Fantasy sevens um, wind chain. So what Lucky Stars does is it starts a uh, it starts a wind chain, um, and then also, um. Uh, increases the entire party's attack by a large amount, and increase and increases the damage of their critical hits. It doesn't increase their critical hit chance, and increases the damage that critical hits do when they activate. Uh, the second, por- God, the second just... important. <laughs> Sorry, uh, this. Go for it. Yeah, the second important piece of this puzzle um, is uh, Cloud's Ultra Soul Break. Uh, his very first one um, which is uh, yeah, which is a uh, ultra claw, ultra cross slash, uh, which, aside from the initial damage, uh, temporarily sets their critical hit chance to a 100%. so they are guaranteed to crit with every single attack they make for the duration yeah. of soldier ex mode. Soldier mm-hmm. EX mode also increases the damage of most of the user's physical attacks by a moderate amount and enables the user to break the damage cap. That second mm-hmm. part is crucial because until, until Ultra Soul Breaks came out, uh, well, and, until Overstrike Soul Breaks came out, but those weren't nearly as broken. Overstrike
0: um, uh, Soul Breaks are another form of Soul Break a character can have. Um, and the reason these weren't busted is you were literally, they were literally so powerful that they let you break the damage cap, but you were only ever allowed to use them a single time a dungeon. So, like, you made that hit count, and so they couldn't be busted, because, like, if something could be one-shot with an over er, with an Overstrike Soul Break, like, it wasn't that hard of a boss to begin with.
1: Yeah, Overstrike Soul Breaks, like, were, were cool, and they were, uh, they were pretty flavorful, Um, But they weren't really a problem. Like, sure, they were powerful, but mostly overstrikes were pretty much just an attack. They largely Mm -hmm. didn't have any, like, buffs or really anything other than just straight-up damage attached to them. So they didn't really do a whole lot to the power creep of the game. They just just let you see your numbers get big. Yeah, exactly. What... The main problem with what Ultra Cross Slash does is that it lets everything you do break the damage cap. Mm -hmm. And when that. And so you apply Ultra Cross Slash to Cloud, and Lucky starts the entire party. And what you get is a Cloud that has a guaranteed chance to crit on all of his attacks. All of his attacks are buffed twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also, all of his crits have an additional buff on them. So, you are guaranteed to overflow on every single attack. You then combine this with the wind chain and Cloud's burst soul break, uh, which is um, uh, Cloud cycle. The second one he got because Fenrir Overdrive is kind of bad. Yeah. Uh, His second one, uh, Cloud cycle, however, is what like makes this combo like. Truly disgusting, mm-hmm. because it is a wind soul break, which lines up with lucky stars, which is a wind chain. So, uh, and its burst soul not only does it its burst soul break activation do like do eight wind attacks, and also um, empower Cloud with wind element to make his wind damage even better, but also one of the abilities it gives you is to just deal four physical wind attacks to a single target, dealing mm-hmm. more damage based on the user's attack. Mm-hmm. Which, so if you remember, you would have we've situations, already been sky high. Yeah, so you'd have situations like where the whales who got this entire combo would do the activation, and like the damage wouldn't look too broken at the start, but then Cloud Cycle would activate, and they would be doing 23 to like 50,000 damage per hit and just completely mm-hmm. annihilate the hardest bosses in the game in a single turn. Like you would like you would see their health bars just melt. It seems
0: seems fine to me. Seems balanced. He needs it.
1: Yeah, and so then you had a situation where with just three soul breaks which, granted, like, is is not is not easy to get, but honestly, like, if Cloud gets one of those soul bricks... If, if Cloud... Cloud can like, start with two meter, too. Yeah, you could be missing one of them and still make it work, because you could use the, like, friend system to get the third piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you really only need to get two yourself. Um... And so the developers then had to like account for the fact that this combo now existed,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and that's like they kind of didn't bother making making the like event dungeon bosses harder. Instead, what they did is introduce the magisite dungeons, and this is what made me stop playing the game. Uh, because mm-hmm. the magisite dungeons are these special dungeons that are the only way to get certain abilities. Um, and they had done this before with, like, the Nightmare Dungeons, right. which were these, um... which were these, like, super hard boss battles that force you to use certain characters who could use, like, five-star abilities of a particular type. So you would have the combat... Uh, nightmare you would have the black magic nightmare the summoning nightmare each one for a particular class of ability those were kind of cool and like i wasn't able to do all of them at the start but you know after a few months you could reasonably power creep them into something that like a non-whale could do yeah i didn't always like them but they were a nice change of pace the Magicite dungeons, however, are a different story because those ones were for particular elements, mm-hmm. uh, and if you tr- and if you attack them with uh, a party that was not that element that they were weak to, you would do almost no damage. So basically, a way to eliminate the threat of the uh, cloud wind chain combo from affecting the hardest content. But what this did mean is that you had to get combo pieces, uh, the, the, the right combo pieces for your party for every single element in order to actually effectively do them. Mm-hmm. To oh. this day, the only Magisite dungeon I've ever completed is the first fire one just because my water team was stupidly good.
0: Yeah, that that makes sense. Like, because dude. like
1: I had a bunch of good uh, I had a bunch of good soul breaks for Barts who is a spellblade uh, and who has some particularly good water attacks and I also had soul breaks for Titus and Riku yeah uh, Titus who has a fantastic uh, ultra soul break and chain soul break which are both water based uh, and Riku who can imperil water mm-hmm. uh, I have not beaten any others. Just because, like, I just didn't get the pieces for them. Yeah. And, and for a long time, the game was, the end game was purely about elemental chains, and it was just the worst.
0: Mm hmm. And, like, there is something that is uniquely bad feeling about having your favorite character, like, in your reach, you could use them, but because you haven't gotten a soul break for them, y- you actually can't. Like it just it feels weirdly taunting to you, Or it's just like, oh well, I don't I don't have shout for Ramza, um, so yeah. I guess I guess my son gets to stay home.
1: So, can I can I talk to you about the thing that made me like actually just delete the game? Go for it. Because it ties into that. So, um, during one of Riku's banners, um, she got a very good Ultra Soul break that um not only like condensed a bunch of very useful buffs but also like would have fit perfectly in the parties I was already using mm-hmm. uh, it was called hyper mighty g um and it granted protect shell and haste to all allies and temporarily raised their attack and magic a moderate amount it was a universal buff basically mm-hmm. um i spent 200 dollars chasing it.
0: Fuck, dude.
1: I did not get it. <laughs> of course not. Um and by that time like I I had already spent like 100 dollars previously trying to chase um Riku's like uh first burst soul break that came out.
0: Mhm. Uh
1: and so by that time like magicite dungeons were already in like the four the four star phase because i started out three star rarity then they were in four star i was already already so far behind i had not even completed more than one three star magicite dungeon Mm -hmm. and i was just not getting any of the pieces i needed to complete the others
0: this is just one of those gotchas too where like if you aren't on the curve you will be so it's not like with uh, uh puzzles and dragons where like
1: Oh, you it's just very pull one of the new up.
0: characters and all of a sudden you're able to clear the hardest content suddenly. It's, no, like, if you are behind the curve on this game, you can just sort of assume you will not catch up anytime soon.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a long, long grind. Um, and that was the final nail in the coffin where I was like, why am I doing this? Uh, yeah. And I just deleted the game right there. Yeah, that... Uh, i do not blame you and like coming back to it um i, I tried to get back into it but like elements are kind of still a thing mm-hmm. uh and have gotten even harder with that's another thing like they made the bosses way more complicated with like yeah uh and en- like enrage um portions of their HP bars where like if you do too much damage you could just wipe your party right there due to enrage mechanics all stacking at once mm-hmm. um, and it just became so fiddly and with all the stuff you had to juggle to even build a party for an encounter you could just spend 20 minutes building your party
0: uh-huh. well like it being an ATB system too means that that fi- like Brave Zevius is also really really fiddly but it is a turn based game so that fiddliness means that like hey you can stop in between turns and be like okay they're at they're at 78% can i make sure i don't hit 50% this next turn and hit rage whereas this being atb means it's like fuck man make a choice now and it's yeah, going to be the wrong like, one
1: yeah even set to even set to the slowest setting like in those a uh, high tier battles it's mm-hmm. super stressful like i I I like go into a record keeper thread and cuz it's not just me but and you'll find people who have ruined amazing runs with a single mistap. Yep. Just because they were stressed out, you know, something happened that they need to immediately react to and they hit the wrong ability with their finger and it just completely blew the entire run. Mm-hmm. And they had to start the whole battle over again. And it it is such a demoralizing game. Yeah. It just slowly chips away at your sanity. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and like, I, I I am trying to be fair to the game, just because like that is not necessarily a unique feature of this game.
1: Yeah, um, like that's th- that is a thing
0: true. that can happen. In, that specific story of like whaling, not getting the thing you want, and realizing, hey, this is fucked is, like, a thing that can happen with any gacha game, and it just happens to feel... Like, even if it isn't actually as egregious, it feels a little more egregious just because you have the teasing of, oh, I have the character right there. I I could use them, and I can't, really. And, like, it it just... it It is a deeply frustrating game sometimes for that reason.
1: Yeah, it's... It's also a game where, like... you, you it, it just, like, encourages so much, like, hoarding of resources. God, like, yeah. Like, every few updates, they come out with more, like, abilities that you need to have. So you've got to hone them with your crystals and then keep, it, keep them in your inventory. Because who knows when you're going to need them for the next boss battle that's weak to Earth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to keep, like, at least ten pieces of equipment in your... Uh, equipment box for every single realm because God not it, yeah. only is there realm synergy for characters, but there's realm synergy for equipment too that is separate. Mm-hmm. So like if you are using a if you're ent- if you're fighting a boss that is a Final Fantasy X Realm boss, you know ideally you'll be using Final Fantasy X characters, but even more ideally you will ha- you will want to be using FF ten equipment. Mm-hmm I mean,
0: it is, a, it is a significant buff to stats, if I remember correctly.
1: Uh, yeah, it is. It's it's very significant. Um, and then you've got accessories you need to keep, because, like, accessories give you powerful resistances, which, especially in the age of elemental bosses, like, you're going to want to equip your party with resist ele- resist accessories of whatever that boss deals damage with. And, like, my inventory is, like, I've got, like, 400 items in it, and like i don't know what i i don't know what i should cut mhm uh,
0: yeah like the the thing it immediately reminded me of was um grand blue and how fiddly like grids can be but grand blue has an has an ease of parsing and everything is kind of going towards a single resource where it's just like yeah man whatever makes the math better fuck it, it, it these are all basically interchangeable and just ways of fucking with the math Whereas, yeah, like Also,
1: like with Grand Blue, once you've got your weapon grid set, unless you're doing like something very specific, uh-huh. you kind of you kind of don't need to change it.
0: Yeah, you just like upgrade maybe it, you'll switch sure around your off.
1: party members, like if one has a like skill that's particularly good against a a fight, but mm-hmm. like that grid probably isn't going to change.
0: Yeah, or like if it is changing, it's changing either single pieces at a time or. You yeah, are like revamping we're, it because like replacing you know you're replacing outdated
1: pieces with a a strictly better weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're not having to like remake your entire party for every single battle you do, which is a very common thing to have to do in Final Fantasy Record Keeper.
0: And because you have every single character at your disposal, on top of that, it just is. It, it's so fiddly. It's so fiddly. Yeah, there's
1: there's hundreds of characters at this point. Like. That there's there's some like there's some like obscure shit that they have introduced, and like mm-hmm. in a way that's kind of cool. It's like if you have a favorite character, no matter who they are, they are almost certainly going to be in here. Like, I mean, they included <laughs> like <laughs> they include they include so many people. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the, the some like from Five Fantasy Four. They included Barbaricia... I don't even know yeah. who that is.
0: Oh, Barbaricia is the um, fucking uh, Wind Lady, if I remember correctly.
1: Um... Yeah. Like, there are more than just four Final Fantasy 1 characters. There's mm-hmm. Warrior of Light, Garland, Sarah, Wool from uh, Mobius Final Fantasy, Yeah. Echo, uh-huh. also from Mobius Final Fantasy, some dude named Master, Matoya, and Mela. I don't... I don't know who. Hap- I don't know who some of these people are. Like, they're and also just thief. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like they—they they have gone so deep in the character well uh, that there. There's tons of characters, like almost too many. <laughs> Nowhere near as many as Zevius is at at this point, but still, but, there's a ton.
0: The difference with Zevius is characters just work out the box. Like,
1: yeah, like if you get a
0: character in Xevious, like you just you have the character now and like, yeah, yeah, there's bullshit
1: to awaken them. But like
0: or there's bullshit like where you need two copies of a character to get them to a seven star, which fucking sucks. But also they have mechanics for character selecting um, now so that you can like get specific characters. And also like seven stars last I checked weren't super relevant. Like they're just better numbers, and we've yet to hit the content where they're mandatory, much less a full team of seven stars. Um, But also, like, characters just work in that game. If you level them up and get them to, like, their max rank, they just work. There's no fiddly. You don't have to roll on the gotcha six times to get a character who is fully functional. Like, to, to get a cloud who is fully functional in this game, you need to roll what, at least three exact items on the gacha?
1: Yeah, or, and, yeah, like, and not only that, but these days you have to, you have to make an entire party that supports that particular element. Mm Mm-hmm. So you, you may not even like everybody who uses wind element, but tough shit, you're going to have to roll for, like, I don't know, some Zidane relics, whether you like him or not. You should like him, because he's Zidane. But not everybody does. I, 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 I never played You're gonna I'm Is this where you nine. reveal you don't like Zidane?
0: I, I don't know anything about Zidane, other than he, he a monkey boy, and he, he has a steel mechanic, and that game also has, like, the worst fucking steel rate on the planet. And so I was like, I'm good.
1: Thanks though. That's I like my Z Nine, but that's fair enough. But yeah, like you get my point. Like, for mm-hmm. example, with, with Earth Element, like I mean fucking... Tifa does earth damage, but it's oh, yeah, not Tifa's enough cool. to make an Earth chain. Like you're no. you're probably gonna need to run Galoof or whoever. And like fucking I don't give Galoof. a shit about I don't give a shit about Galoof.
0: No one's giving a shit about Galoof. Galoof died and the plot
1: didn't give a shit but i need to use him cuz he has one of the some of the best like earth earth damage in my in my entire team so like i mm-hmm. have to field him mm-hmm. and that sucks it sucks that i feel it sucks that this game has gone to a point where like due to the way the meta works it feels like i have to use characters i do not care about and like yeah. spend and spend mithril to roll on banners for characters i don't actually like just because their relic is good
0: it feels it sucks too because mithril is so mithril is the uh, premium currency in this game and it is so rough to come by oh my yeah, god not
1: not as difficult as uh as saint quartz from no, uh, no well, like fake grand order but like less less generous than say uh crystals in grand blue or dragon stones from doken battle yeah like it which... it is I should mention, because I, I forgot to at the start, because we said on our oh, last right. episode, hey, we'll be doing Dokken Battle. My hard drive died, and I lost my audio for Dokken Battle, so we will be talking about that at some other time.
0: Eventually. We'll we'll probably just put
1: it back in the uh, the pool of options, and when we roll yeah. it again,
0: we'll play it again. Um, which, you know what? I, I'm cool with, because I can, I can give you all a sneak peek of that of that one. Game's good. It's just a good game. It just feels yeah. fun to play.
1: We both Um, liked it, so look forward to when we get back to
0: that. We'll play a game that we like to play. I know. It's a shock. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, the other thing about it is, like, Mithril is so hard to come by even early in the game because stages are a fucking chore to slog through, and that's, like, the primary way to get Mithril a a lot of times. And so, like... They're just a chore, and they take forever to do, and it takes so long to even get a single piece of Mithril, and you need so much of it.
1: Yeah, it, it used to be worse, because the auto battle used to, like, if you turn on auto battle, it was just like, it, it, it auto battle was literally just, the game will just auto attack, and yep. I mean like, just using the attack action. Mm-hmm. These days, you can actually set auto battle to automatically use abilities, too. So you can actually auto battle way better than you used to be able to. But yeah, it's, it's still slow. Mm
0: -hmm. This game at least doesn't commit the gravest sin a gacha can do to me at this point, which is not include a auto battle. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Uh if your gacha game won't play itself (laughs) for me. Looking at you,
1: fake grand order.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh huh. If your gacha game won't play itself for me, what the fuck is the point?
1: Um, yeah, it the the thing that makes this so painful to me is like I started out liking Final Fantasy record keeper a lot mm-hmm. like e- even when Shout Meta came about, like it was still f- reasonably under control and like I was still enjoying myself and I was still having fun rolling for characters that I liked and mm-hmm. was still able to mostly keep up with the higher end may- meta, maybe not the tip top of like uh, the high end content, but I could like pretty much clear out all the events and the hardest of uh, boss battles in those events. You know, by that point, so I was feeling pretty pretty good about the game. And the art style is pretty charming. Like it, it's it's kind of cute to see yeah, I- these characters in like all these characters in sprite form. Like it's it's a legitimately adorable art style.
0: I love. I am like one of three people on the planet who has, for some godforsaken reason, a deep and abiding affection for lightning. No idea why. Literally, could not tell you. It, it's great to get to see lightning in like a cute little sprite
1: form. It's very nice. Is it weird to say I kind of? I I, I was already like. You know, I, I wasn't like a super fan of Lightning, but I thought she was like a decent character. Mm-hmm. Is it weird to say that my time with her in Final Fantasy Record Keeper actually made me like her more? <laughs> I don't think so. Like cuz like I mean... cuz that's the that's the funny thing about Record Keeper is that it actually made me a big a like it made me a Bartz fan. Wow. That's like wow. <laughs> like Bartz was actually like like Bartz was one of my go-to attackers, just because mm-hmm. such, he was such a good spellblade. I just yeah. liked the idea behind spellblades. That was like, yeah, shit, I love Bartz. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then I also really liked Lightning as well, partly because of how good she was in Record Keeper and how fun of a character she was to use in yeah. that game. Um, and like, I actually gained affection for her in Record Keepers to the point where, in when I finally switched over to Dissidia Final Fantasy Opera Omnia. Like, lightning was was one of the first characters I pretty much maxed out in that mm-hmm. game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So like I th- I do have good memories associated with that game. It's just it's it is not that game anymore. It's almost a completely no. different experience. Yeah it it seems kind of like it. Yeah, Un- unlike in some other gotcha games where like power creep happens but, like, you're still roughly playing it the same way you did before. mm mm-hmm. um, Final Fantasy Record Keeper just becomes a different thing.
0: Yeah. I... Yeah. I, I, I don't even... Like, I don't know if I would even classify this as, like, a bad game. It's just a game that, like, kind of fucking bums me out, man.
1: Yeah. Like, if... If you're getting into record keeper, like just n- just know what you'll be in for, because like yeah. you may you mm-hmm. may be forced to draw for characters that you that you aren't necessarily a big fan of. Like if if you really enjoy getting super deep into party strategy and team <laughs> makeup and choosing exactly the right abilities to like um, just systematically annihilate a very difficult boss five fantasy record keeper is going to be a fantastic game for you probably. yeah it
0: will scratch that itch like especially if you've got six thousand dollars to drop in a gotcha yeah
1: like it, but if you're looking for a just more casual experience where you can just pick the characters you like and then use them go play opera omnia this is not for you yeah no that that like honestly not anymore did... It is weird to say it,
0: especially considering, like, this is a game where, oh, you can grab any character and use them. I almost feel like this game would work better for folks if they have no familiarity with Final Fantasy. Like, if you just come to this raw and are just like, I don't know anything about these characters. I just want these mechanical puzzle pieces to slap together in the appropriate way. Like, I almost feel like the game would work better for me, at least.
1: Yeah, it like it is these days much more of a combat puzzle game than it is a nostalgia RPG. Hmm. Which like there there are spaces
0: for that. I'm not. Yeah, it's, that's not, it's what, just I want not what, from what I not what I bought Keeper, into yeah. when
1: I first started playing it.
0: <laughs> yep, for sure. Um. Yeah. Ah, uh, like. So I guess I guess my question is: Would you recommend this game to folks?
1: I would, with caveats. Like, it is absolutely not for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, I... like, it, it, if you if you do want a game that like challenges you mentally, I'm mm-hmm. Record Keeper will do that because, like the <laughs> the higher end boss battles, like have a lot of mechanics going on um, that requires. Like, pretty specific team comps um, that, that, like, force you to, like, really think hard about which characters you're including, what weaknesses you need to cover, um, what abilities you should bring along. To, to be clear,
0: it will not challenge you until you're about, like, 40 to 100 hours deep, but
1: it yeah, will challenge it, you eventually. It, it'll take a while to get there. Um, but the reason I say that is because... If you do not want that experience, you shouldn't even start no, playing this a- game. Absolutely not, yeah. Because because if you start playing this game like at the early stages, which doesn't demand that kind of thinking, just hoping you're going to get, like again, a nostalgia simulator, uh, you're going to be very disappointed uh, after you've sunk in a bunch of time with the game and suddenly hit a brick wall where that game disappears and is replaced by the battle puzzle game. Yep. So like, if if you don't want that experience, do not install this game.
0: Correct. Like, if that is what you're looking for, go play Opera Omnia. Hell, you can make Brave Vosevious be that for you if you want, outside of, like, higher-end content. Where you can kind of just, you can make a team that, like, is built around making a singular character function technically. And it it'll yeah. probably work. You, you can't do that here. Like that's just that's not an option. The puzzle pieces required here are so specific that like you need to find what the comp that works is. Um. So yeah, I I think I'm kind of in the same boat. I would, I would want to learn about the person I'm recommending it to's taste and what they exactly want before I recommend it. And like it's never going to be the first game I recommend. It would be like a oh here's like three or four games that you might be into. Try these
1: yeah it's it's a game it's a game that despite my very poor experiences with that I have like a lot of bitterness about, like it's mm-hmm. not an actually bad game, I don't think. It's just not for me anymore.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel. I I don't know that I mentioned it, but I, I played it for a little while and I I, I didn't dump a hundred dollars but I definitely dumped more money than I had at the time trying to pull for shout Ramza.
1: Yeah, um, let's just say that Record Keeper is the only game I've felt bad spending money on. Mm-hmm, yeah, that that but was I've like intensely regretted. That, and that, I've that spent was, money on Fake Grand Order, so that should tell you something.
0: Yeah, that that was basically what it amounted to for me. Like, I'm usually fine putting like five, ten bucks into a game. I'm playing it like pretty consistently. I'm I'm cool. Listen, I'm cool. I'm I'm playing a game for free. I have the money and I'm comfortable doing it.
1: Yeah, like, for the price of of a coffee, if you like a game a lot, you know, a price of a coffee a month is not a bad amount to spend on a gotcha game if you're really enjoying it. Because, like, the people who are making those games do need money to continue working. It's just unfortunate Mm -hmm. that, you know, a lot of these games are...
0: Shackled to a predatory mechanics...
1: Yeah, are trying to get, like, the huge, like, whales to spend on them. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with a game, like, encouraging you to spend a small amount on it each month to keep it continuing. I just... I have problems when it encourages you to spend a lot of money on it, (laughs) like, every month.
0: Yeah, I I mean... That's, like, a much much longer discussion about, like, the the ethics of... Cause at what point is it like not encouraging predatory gambling and like I mean, the the actual secret is yo fuck money. But like Yeah I, I don't know that I can say we should seize the seize the means of production of JPEGs and folks will listen to me. Um But yeah, I this game made me bummed when I spent money on it, and I've never felt that way about like I, fuck, I was fucking around with Grand Summoners for a little bit, and I spent like 10 bucks on it. And I was like, eh, I'm probably going to drop this game, but whatever, I'm fine oh, yeah. spending this money. The, the
1: game that has every anime cameo ever. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's a fun game. It's neat. Uh, but, like, it just didn't have enough to hold me. And I was like,
1: eh, I'll, I'll I see $10. so many That's ads fine. for that thing on Crunchyroll. <laughs> mm-hmm. They,
0: I mean, that, those ads work. They, they were enough to make me like, eh, I'm curious. I'll, I'll give it a shot, see what it's like. Um and it it was fine it was very much fine, um and I didn't mind spending the money. I spent like maybe total fifty bucks um when I was in college trying to chase Ramza soul breaks, uh and that is maybe the worst I've felt about spending money on yeah. a gacha game.
1: I think that was during the time when they hadn't even introduced the guaranteed. Five star relic on. Oh fuck no! Either. Fuck no! So it was a
0: absolutely not.
1: Yeah, because that's what happened to me when I was first chasing Riku's first Burst Soul Break. Is they mm-hmm. had not yet introduced that. Like that was a couple banners away. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it was, was. It was harsh. It's real it, harsh. It, it, yeah.
0: It. It's not a bad game. It's just a game that like. My personal feelings on make it really hard to actively recommend to anybody. But if somebody was telling me like, oh, yeah, I am re- I really want to play this game, I'd be like, hey, here's what you should know about this game. You still want to play it? Okay, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, do you have anything more you want to add uh, about Record Keeper?
1: Yeah, not really. The only thing I would say is that like, if if you really want to play this game, like, the only thing I would ever really recommend, uh, the only thing I would ever really, like, say, spend money on are occasionally there will be banners where you not only you get a pull, but you also get to pick a particular soul break. Oh, God. Those yeah. are really the only things that if, you should ever buy. If you are spending, spending money, money, spend on. money on those. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the very least, then you can be guaranteed to get something you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Just because, like, it, 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 it's it's just not worth the risk spending money on just a normal banner. Um, I, I but wouldn't... again, like, that's only if you are, that's only if, like, you not only are interested in the game, but are in- enjoying the actual high-end content. Because if you buy stuff early, and then get to the high-end content, and you decide, like, oh, actually, turns out I don't like how these battles are structured, you're gonna feel... Yep a lot of regret for the money you spent previously. Cause I know I did.
0: I, this is so also just, one...
1: just make sure you want to be in there for the long haul before you do.
0: This is also one of the few gacha games where I would like actively recommend to someone, Hey, maybe, maybe watch like a YouTube video of a couple high end dungeons. Just so you see what you're in for. Um, yeah.
1: Like yeah, I, wa- I would never watch someone playing like a five star magicite boss battle. Yeah. I would never recommend <laughs> that for
0: like puzzles and dragons because it's like, Yo, what you're playing at minute one is the same as what you'll be playing at hour 600. It's just what shapes you're making are going to be different.
1: Yeah, Doken Battle is much the same way, where, like, even with, like, your starting shitty units, you're still doing the same basic things.
0: hmm whereas in this it... game, like, what you're doing at minute one and what you're doing at minute 800 are very different.
1: Yeah, uh weirdly subdued episode of gotcha journalism today
0: yeah i i didn't threaten to top any of our viewers this time yeah. which you know i, I don't know <laughs> if it's a plus or a minus but it's at least less punchy i think uh-huh.
1: this i think this was a pretty somber episode all things considered
0: yeah i mean <laughs> for, it's for good game...
1: reason like i don't have many good memories like i have i'm very conflicted in my uh, memories of this game
0: Yeah, it's just—it's a game that's hard for me to be hype about. Yeah. So uh, I think next we roll on the banner, right? Is it? I think it's
1: my roll next. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, right.
0: You wouldn't have put record keeper on your thing. That was—that was me.
1: Yeah, because cause, yeah, cause I rolled Doken Battle, then you rolled Final Fantasy yep. Record Keeper, so I think it's my turn now. I'm going to quickly go ahead and put Doken Battle back on the list. Sounds good to me. See if... It'll be very funny if I, if we, I immediately rolled I again. I would lose my of... shit.
0: That would be funny as fuck.
1: Let's see. Roll die 10. That's not a... Okay. Come on, Google. I know you have an in- built-in dice roller uh i rolled oh okay it's it's not that but something just as good i rolled a one so that's dissidia final fantasy opera omnia so now we get to talk about a final fantasy game i really like (laughs) i'm gonna be real
0: i have not fucked with opera omnia like almost at all so i'm i'm actually excited to see what this one's like
1: yeah it's i'm really enjoying it it has a kind of neat take on how to do power creep mm-hmm. so i'm interested to see what you what you feel about it as well because um, it honestly has not introduced like it hasn't introduced many relics at all like mm-hmm. most characters even at this stage of the game only have like three or four total mm-hmm. um so yeah uh I'm interested to see how you feel about this. Uh, I I'm really enjoy it, and it. You should. I would also actually rec- recommend paying attention to the story. Is it actually cool? Like. It's not anything mind blowing, but it's way it's way more like. There's way more thought paid attention paid to the writing than I ever would have expected. That's mm-hmm. neat.
0: I, like. The vibes I'd gotten from like the small bits I've seen is a, a kind of Dissidia plot e, like just style of and tier of writing where it's like yeah yeah this is kind of
1: fun I'm into this yeah a, a little bit um but it actually it actually gets more complex than Dissidia like the main Dissidia games do. I, I can get into that. Oh, yeah, so it I, makes I,
0: sense that it, I would think it's Dissidia e because it's it's Dissidia final fantasy yeah
1: opera. yeah it's yeah it, it's funny because i tried uh, the latest like main dissidia release dissidia nt or whatever yeah i did not like it and i actually kind of think the mobile game is better
0: yeah i really really wish i liked nt but nt is just very much not what i want i i really like uh the first two dissidia games dissidia and dissidia uh duodecim um they're they're fun and weird fighting games. And, like, yeah. the team-based combat of NT, A, means that game is doomed to die because I, in no world am I going to have a dedicated team to play a fighting game with. And, B, like, it just it doesn't work the same way I want it to. However, my beautiful son Ramza is in that game, and he is looking good. So, like... Who can say whether it's good or not?
1: Yeah, yeah. The uh, the one thing I will say about uh, all the Dissidia games, including Dissidia Final Fantasy, is that none of them have Riku yet. So that's a travesty. What, what the fuck, guys? Mm-hmm. D- Dissidia Final Fantasy Opera Omnia is introducing Kamari before Riku. Has they have ever given They've introduced all a fuck the main Kimari? cast other than Riku.
0: Like, ha- has anyone ever looked at the cast of Final Fantasy X and went, mm, mm Kamari, that's who I want on my team."
1: <laughs> I mean, pre- presumably the the people who rolled, uh, um, Hrothgar in Final Fantasy fourteen.
0: You know what? Yeah, that that's fair. I respect it. Um.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Five uh Opera Omnia. For its FF10 cast includes Titus, Yuna, Lulu, Waka, um, Jekt, Seymour, Payne, and Japan recently had Kimari. Still no Riku.
0: Fucking, oh, and Oran.
1: Fucking I forgot about Oran. In the game. Yeah, Seymour. And Jekt. I forgot
0: about Seymour until you said his name. <laughs>
1: uh-huh uh okay see more guado i'd like to see less waka waka
0: no no that's that's a different character (laughs) that's that's the weird racist
1: yeah it's true
0: okay we we're just we're just vamping now we can probably yeah we are all right goodbye everybody we still don't have an ending we're not going to i'm staying on brand fuck y'all bye